I was watching something they had on BBC News. You're looking at one of the oldest fragments of the Quran ever discovered. It's written on parchment, most likely made from sheep or goatskin, and it's been dated by experts as being more than 1300 years old. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Serbian who's mm. now Muslim who's inspiring mm. to be a hafiz of the Quran. And I opened up the Quran and literally it was like the third verse. It was like the third verse. It was Surah Taha, Ayah 46. Qala la takhafa innani ma'akuma asma'u wa ara. Do not be afraid. And his final messenger's Muhammad, peace be upon him. This is our religion, Islam, Islam. This is the Deen Show. Girl, when I was ready to talk about it, I would only talk to you. I was explaining how much respect I have for the faith of Islam. Show, welcome to the Dean Show. The Dean Show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alhamdulillah, I'm doing good. Your story, how we met, is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start it off and you kick it off, right? We're at sure. the at the uh, masjid, the yeah. mosque, yeah. and you approached me, yeah. and then you were telling me how you actually came to Islam, and then you mentioned mm. the Dean show. You watched yeah. some of the, you were on a journey seeking purpose of life, and you came across the Dean show, mm. and it kind of did it for you, and then here we are. Did I, did yeah. I give you a condensed version? How yeah, did that was pretty good, pretty spot on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy because I was watching like a lot of different videos and stuff and I came across your videos. It was like uh, two or three weeks after I converted. Um, I went to the masjid for Juma, and then I seen you there and I was like, this guy looks a little familiar. <laughs> I was like, where do I know him from? And I was telling my friend, I was like, he looks so familiar. I just can't quite put my finger on it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, I think that they're, they're having some uh, fundraising or something for uh, the Dean show and da da da. And I was like, oh, yeah, I used the to Dean watch Center, a lot of his yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to get the property. Yeah. yeah. Center. So we, so we transforming this from people worshiping the creation to worshiping the Creator. Allah bless your efforts, Eddie. How you doing, brother? Good. How you doing? All right. So as you can see, we're getting to work, and we need your support. So go ahead and help us to get this where it's top notch, inshallah. So yeah, it was pretty crazy. Subhanallah. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing right there. Yeah. And, and what, what stood out was your story uh, because you come from a Serbian. Mm. The, the background is from where my parents are from, from mm. uh, Bosnia. They got Serbia, Croatia. Mm. 
and that's mm. kind of like almost like the unforgivable sin yeah right yeah people who, who think like okay if i'm born serbian if i'm born mm. croatian i die that's like a mm -hmm. religion yeah but uh you just proved it wrong right here right now yeah alhamdulillah yeah. yeah so tell us uh what led to that what led to you actually making a decision mm -hmm. that you're going to even investigate look into islam mm -hmm. what made you even at such a young age to even contemplate thinking about mm -hmm. like purpose of life many yeah. people shut that off yeah yeah you know that's something where you know when allah says in the quran that he's the best of all planners mm -hmm. that's like spot on because i had no real intention to look into islam i really didn't care i'll be honest like to me, it was just like, I'm Christian Orthodox, I'm going to practice it, I love it, I, I'll die as it, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But I randomly, like, met a group of Muslims, and to be honest, I really didn't even know they were Muslim at first. It was just like, we were all friends and hanging out and talking, chatting it up. And they, like, slowly started giving me a little bit of doubt. Like, just here, like, you know, one thing a day, you know, just, hey, you know, we believe in Jesus, right? Like, you know, small things like this. And at the time, I didn't know what Islam was about. I had no clue anything about it. And so I was just talking with them a lot and getting to know them and, like, why do they practice Islam? Why do they believe it? And what really got me is I remember it was summertime because mm -hmm. I converted in July of 2022. And it was summertime. And so I didn't have school. So I was, like, up all night. It was, like, 4 in the morning. I was, like, playing video games. And my friend texted me. I'm like, why are you awake? <laughs> it's, like, 4 in the morning. He was like, oh, I'm praying. That's what really first got my attention. Wait, hold on. Rewind now. So you, you this is your friend. What's mm -hmm. his name? Uh, Ibi. Ibi. Yeah. So he's Muslim. Yeah. And you call him at what time? I, well, I late? didn't call him. He, uh, he, he texted me. He texted or, Yeah, so, something along the lines. He, like, responded to yeah. something I texted him earlier. And he was like, oh, yeah, my bad, da, da, da. It was, I can't remember what we were talking about. Yeah. He responded, like, five hours later at four in the morning. Uh -huh. And so I'm awake. And I'm like, why are you awake at four in the morning? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm praying. Fudge your prayer. Fudge now. it, yeah. That's because we, we pray five yeah. times a day. That's yeah. the, the uh, early morning right. prayer now before, yeah, before and so sunrise. And really caught my attention. I was like, you're praying. I was like, bro, it's four in the morning. What do you, <laughs> why are you praying at four in the morning? You're like, who does that? Yeah, to Christians, it's like, yeah. what do you, what? Like, you know, it's like crazy to even think of that. And so he was like, yeah, bro, I'm praying. Like, this is, <laughs> this is what Muslims do. We got to pray five times a day. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay bro <laughs> i was like you have fun doing that um but yeah that's what really first initially caught my attention is when he said he was praying and it was like four in the morning and so then i started to do more research i was like I, I was just curious right i was reading the bible more every single day and i was starting to pray to god like three times a day like as a christian i was like god just guide me whoever you are I'll, you know i've got no quarrel with you if you're hindu if you're buddhist if you're you know, from Islam, if you're Jewish, I, like, I have no quarrel what religion you sent. Like, I'll follow you, I'll worship you, whatever. And so I kept praying. It was like two months, maybe, just constantly reading the Bible. And my faith in the Bible started to deteriorate. Why? Like, I was just seeing so many verses where it was like, like, just vague hints where it's like, God is only one. Like, not, not even vague. It's like clear. Like, God is only one. There can't be more. And then the Christians will say, oh, there's occasional, like, vague ones where Jesus, like, claims divinity in a way. But, like, it, it didn't feel like that to me. You know, it didn't really feel like that. And so, my, I don't know, my faith just started to deteriorate. And I was watching so many videos and whatnot. And so, finally, I searched up top ten reasons why Jesus is God on YouTube. And I was like, okay, 
this is gonna be it this is what's gonna i'm gonna be good after this mm -hmm. so i searched it up watched the video it was some pastor it was like four minutes long and it was just so like there, there's nothing there there's no basis there like nothing stuck with me you want so, you wanted something yes, to like clear you back yes, clear to yes. revive your faith mm -hmm. yeah and then i was just scrolling i was like man there's got to be some good video here there's got to be something and then I stumbled across your video as I was scrolling, Top 10 Reasons Why Jesus Is God. Your video came, Top 10 Reasons Why Jesus Is Not God. Mm. And it was with um, Yusha Evans, I think. Yes. I think. Um, and I watched that video, and that, like, almost, I don't even, it almost, like, completely destroyed my faith in Christianity. Like, from that point, I was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do now. Like, I was so like lost at that point because i was like man i've been doing this for 18 years of my life i've been praying every day to jesus and doing this like and i'm finding out like it's not true like it's wrong the whole time and so i was in a weird point in my life at that point where i was like man i don't know what to do so i started talking with my friends some more and we were just talking about islam and i was like man i just want to learn like tell me just teach me everything i want to learn because christianity i'm seeing some flaws right now you know and so, yeah, it, it was just maybe two months of just constant research and watching debates and talking with my friends and watching your videos and Zucker Nike and, like, guys like this. And then it was just, from that point on, I was like, man, I can't believe in Christianity. And so I just started to learn solely about Islam from that point. And was, like, trying to understand it. Maybe I want to practice it. Maybe I don't. And then finally... July 14th, I texted my friend. I haven't talked to him in seven years, maybe. And I texted him. I said, bro, I want to take my Shahada. He said, bet. Tomorrow's Juma. And at that point, I was like, I don't know what Juma was. I was like, okay, I don't know what that is, but let's go. So then July 15th, 2022, I went in and took my Shahada. And the rest is history from there. But you knew now, obviously, what uh, the testimony of faith yeah. was, the Shahada. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you knew that, and mm -hmm. uh, everything made sense to you. Yeah. It was clear. Mm -hmm. There was... Nothing yeah. else to think about, Nothing. huh? No. Wow. Nothing. That's probably. Let's talk about this prayer. Like, so you're doing mm -hmm. this uh, praying, and you're beseeching, you're calling on God. Mm -hmm. Like, how was that? So other people can, you know, because people will watch people who are, like, let's say someone's out there overweight. There's somebody mm -hmm. who wants to get healthy, and he'll mimic someone who's yeah. uh, someone into physical fitness. But now someone mm -hmm. wants to, to you know, they see also that uh, the contradictions. They're seeing that okay, this Trinity thing. They're mm -hmm. seeing this God dying for my sin. Does it, a lot of this stuff yeah. just doesn't make sense. This is not to disparage on anybody or any group mm -hmm. of people or anything. But now it, when things don't add up, doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. You go to get answers. The answers also don't make sense. Over right. here, it's making sense that God is one, alone, worthy worship. So tell us like what was that like you're making this prayer so you're just praying to god directly alone or are you praying yeah. a mixture of jesus and god mm -hmm. like what's the mm -hmm. recipe that you're following you know yeah so to be honest with you there was like no real recipe i was kind of just like freestyling it yeah Where i was i remember i uh, i put my head to the ground like how we do in sajda okay did you did you do that because you saw muslims pray no, like that no i just and the craziest part Every day in my house, the way I face is towards the Kaaba. Yeah. That's exactly where I put my head facing so that you way. And I didn't even now. know. Yeah. That's how Jesus prostrated. Yeah. And he went a little yeah. further and fell on his face mm -hmm. and prayed to God. I think that's yeah. in Matthew 26, 39, yeah. where he put his face on the ground. Yeah. So you did that without mm -hmm. anyone telling yeah. you to do that. Yeah. Powerful. Wow. And so I did that. And the crazy, like, I just realized it now as, like, I've been praying the past few months in my house and whatever. Like, it's the same way facing the uh -huh. Kaaba. I had no clue at the time. Yeah. But I just did it. 
And as now, technically, soon as I technically did it, this is uh, just for people to know educational. You don't, you didn't have to be facing yeah, the Kaaba. You I know. You, yeah. It just coincidence. I'm just saying it's yeah. like you didn't have. It was just a weird coincidence. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, this you is didn't just have the, the direction mm -hmm. of Muslims face for right. unity. Yes. Okay. Right. So I did that, and then I just started to talk to God, and I was like, I, I literally said, like word for word, I said, God, whether you're Jesus, whether you're Allah, whether you're Jewish God, Hindu God, I don't care who you are, uh -huh. just guide me, and I'll worship you. That is deep, man. That's and then I literally started to cry, like at that moment. But it was like tears of joy. Like I wasn't sad. It was like a weird, overwhelming feeling where I was like feeling overwhelmed. I don't even know how to explain it. It was just so weird in the moment. But it was like a good weird. And so I just said, you know, I don't care who you are, just show me, and I'll worship you. Like it's not for me to say, no, you have to be this, no, you have to be that. It's not for me to say that. Wow, that's deep. I mean, anyone watching right now, if they just contemplate, think over this, because you're not. See, what happens is when you give a definite. When you a def, you're not giving a definite that you're praying to Jesus. You're like, if you are, you're confused. Right. So it would be unjust if God didn't bring you out of the confusion. Right. You're like, if you're this, you're that, just right. guide me. I want to be right. guided. Right. You aren't like saying, okay, Jesus guide me mm -hmm. or Muhammad guide. Or, yeah. No, you're praying to the Creator for guidance. Right. You're confused. You want to be unconfused. And God unconfused you and guide you to the truth, to yeah. submission to the Creator, not the creation. Islam. Yeah. Allah. MashaAllah. This is amazing. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> And for the people in the Balkans who are watching this, tuning in now, you're going to have a lot of people who think, um, uh, don't think outside the box. Mm -hmm. You were born here, so you're a little more open-minded, yeah. but you still know a little bit about, you know, the yeah. things that go on. Can you talk about that? Yeah. How the train? You talked to me a little bit. You yeah. gave me a little bit of a story. You yeah. you broke the news finally to yeah. um, my family, your family, because yeah. they were what? They were seeing you come home late. Yeah. You're, you're going praying. Yeah. <laughs> That's like you're doing something <laughs> illegal. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, so I was coming home late a few nights. It was like just before Ramadan. And so, you know, I was doing like voluntary prayers in the masjid with like friends. And like there was different events and stuff going on. So it was running until like 11, 12 um, p.m., a.m. And so it was running a little late. So I was coming home later, like every day. And I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this in Ramadan. Yeah. Like especially with Qiyam being at like 2. It was like 2 at the masjid I go to until 3. I was like, if I come home every the last 10 days of Ramadan, like, every day at 3, they're going to think I'm, like, doing crazy things, you know. So I came home, and my family was just, like, waiting for me. And they were like, why are you coming home so late every day? Mm -hmm. And they thought I was doing illegal stuff. like yeah. Or, like, having a girlfriend, like, stuff like this. And I told them, I was like, no, I'm just hanging out with friends. Uh, you know, I tried to just swim my way past it, but they weren't really falling for it. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 this has been a common thing lately. Like, you're coming home pretty late. We don't know where you're at. So I, it was like just spurred of the moment. I just said, I converted to Islam. Like just, just I didn't even know how to word it. So I just had to say it. Otherwise it would have never came out. Yeah. Because Serbians, it's like a really bad connection with Islam. Like they don't really like it. Yeah. So the whole time I was afraid, how am I going to tell my family? How am I going to tell my parents? How will they react? And so I kind of just up and said it, right? And it's crazy because my dad, this, the exact words he said to me, I knew he would say. He said, this is the way I was born, Orthodox Christian. He said, this is the way I was born. I don't even care if it's wrong. I'm going to die this way. Wow. And you hear That's this. That's that ignorance. You way. hear this um, in the Quran mm. a lot. Allah, God Almighty, the Creator, He talks about this. People mm -hmm. blindly following, mm -hmm. stubbornly really mm -hmm. following the way of their ancestors. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. 
just even though if it's not the truth they just say this is it i was born right. on it and right. i'm i'm gonna die on right. it that's not uh, i mean yeah. that's not how you were thinking huh no, no for I mean, me that's foolish no offense to anybody but yeah. to me it's like i can't do that yeah. like it's just ignorant and you don't want to learn you, you don't have an open mind you don't really care about the truth you just want to do what benefits you mm -hmm. what what your ancestor did and, and so i couldn't do that you, you could have right. been brought up worshiping a cow exactly right you're yeah. gonna still worship the cow exactly eat hamburgers yeah right so yeah but yeah so um how how did they take that then but you were breaking them in a little bit right yeah so for for a few months after i reverted i was sprinkling in like little things i was like oh this doesn't make sense in the bible or you know what about when jesus says here that god is only one and you know like stuff like this and it was just months and months maybe like four or five months i was just sprinkling in little hints like hey islam's kind of nice christianity doesn't make sense you know um but they didn't really think anything of it it was more so like okay he's curious because i've researched like many religions like before islam i was researching judaism uh, buddhism and i was really into meditation and stuff like that and so they didn't really think anything of it right they were like ah he'll he'll be all right you know but when i finally did it it was there was like no real anger it was more so just like sadness mm -hmm. like my family was just sad they, they felt like betrayed they're like you know this is how we were born how are you going to switch what you were born as like you know and that betrayal it kind of led to just a sense of like they just felt disconnected from me mm -hmm. you know but alhamdulillah like they've come around a lot more i've it's only been like a month and a half since i've told them yeah but they've come around a lot more yeah so they're taking it better and better um and my my grandma she hasn't spoke to me since actually my grandma oh, you told her also yeah my family told her yeah but so my oh, that's mom quick huh? yeah no it's like like yeah. this <laughs> like were you getting a lot of phone calls then no 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 i think it was more so just like no one really wanted to talk they just just like, they start yeah kind of like that yeah but so my grandma she hasn't talked to me since but my mom i'll never forget what she told me and this is why I, I love her no matter what she said if my mom so her her mom my grandma if my mom was to disown you then i would disown her mm -hmm. and so i love my mom so much like she wouldn't ever disown me she's not happy with my decision but if anyone else in the family would disown me she would disown them and so I love my mom so much, and, you know, she means a lot to me. So she's coming around the most, I would say, out of everyone. Yeah. And that's that mother's love, you know. So. And you know by now, I mean, how much uh, Islam mm. tells you to honor and respect yeah. your parents and your mm. mother. Yeah, especially right? the mother. Especially, yeah. yeah. So this is, uh, yeah. this is just amazing, man, hearing this. Uh, people yeah. who are open-minded, and you make this prayer, you're praying to God mm. to guide you, and it's something that's so deep yet so simple yeah. to do many people don't do it mm -hmm. uh, many people are not thinking purpose of life mm -hmm. people are dying we're not going to be here for much longer mm -hmm. i can die tomorrow car accident disease right. cancer mm -hmm. uh, whatever something can hit me yeah. and you never know you never know you're yeah. young age young man mm -hmm. and you're thinking about this and then you're investigating you start looking at yeah. all the different religions and you're going against the odds because mm -hmm. people who know, like myself, I know people who are watching right now who are from the Balkans in this area, in Bosnia, Serbia, mm -hmm. you know, that's like something that's like, you know, ingrained in the culture. And yeah. people are like, no, if you're Serbian, you got to die mm -hmm. Serbian. If you're Croatian, you die. But yeah. you were telling me there when you announced online mm -hmm. that you, you accepted Islam, mm -hmm. 
that there was a lot of other Serbians. Yeah. I was actually kind of surprised. That were also interested. And yeah. like, tell me, tell me, yeah. tell us about this. So I, I, I made like a, a quick TikTok. It was like, why converted to Islam? It yeah. was like a minute, just like quick overview, like brief, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. And then like immediately blew up. Because it's like a Serbian converting to Islam, it's like unheard of, right? Mm -hmm. So it like immediately blew up. And so I had a lot of messages from other Serbians. Yeah. And it was like people living in Belgrade. In Belgrade, yeah, in like Serbia. Some people living in Serbia, they were texting me like, hey, like I've been really wanting to convert. I don't know what to do. You know, my family. I'm like, man, I understand. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. I understand the family part, especially because they live in Serbia. For me, it's more westernized. They might be a little more open to the idea, but... For them, man, it's a lot more tough. Mm -hmm. But I was so surprised. There's like a lot. I had at least like four or five different people just like within a week of first posting that video of like people texting me from Serbia or like one of them lives here. Um, but they're all like practicing Islam in secret or some want to learn more about Islam. Like none of them have told their family yet and they don't know how they will react. And so I guess it was kind of like enlightening almost to be like i'm not alone like there's a lot more people in my situation a lot of them have it a lot worse mm -hmm. like i was complaining like man why like why me like mm -hmm. <laughs> i gotta be put in this situation like this is rough and then i seen all these people like their stories are much worse mm -hmm. and it made me like, just be grateful i was like you know what alhamdulillah that at least it's not worse because a lot of people you know they have it tougher and it's more difficult for them so have you been back to have you visited i'm actually Delta? going in july inshallah mm -hmm. yeah, I have a, one of my family's getting married over there so there's a lot of muslims in belgrade isn't there there's some there's um, a decent there's some, amount there's a decent yeah. amount there's yeah. some masajid there yeah right? i think there's like two or three two or three yeah yeah it's not a lot but uh -huh. it's a start you know, it's a start. Maybe so. you should uh, also try to visit. Uh, you got a lot of people in uh, like Novi Pazar. Have you heard mm -hmm. of? Uh, yeah, there? I've heard it's, of it. It's yeah, a, yeah. There's a lot mm -hmm. of lot of Muslims there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll try and visit. Yeah. Yeah, and that's um. And how how have you been welcomed now? How's the um, uh, how's the the love been shown towards you? Man, it's it's crazy. The first, I would say, the first two months of converting to Islam. I'd say I got more love from the Muslims than I did in 18 years of practicing Christianity. Come on. Just in two months. For real? Why do you think that well, is? Well, I'm not even joking. Like, mm. I'm serious. I, I, I can't even explain it in words. Uh, there's this uncle. I love him to death. He, like, comforted me. You call, I, you're calling him for the people. Just You're calling him uncle. This is uncle, a senior, yeah, like an yeah, older he's, Muslim. Yeah, he's in his older ages. Yeah. yeah. So he's at the masjid. Every single day, mashallah, every single day. And so he's seen me, you know, just this white guy sitting in the masjid. He's like, hey, can you speak Arabic? Do you know how to read Arabic? I'm like, no clue. Uh -huh. I have no clue. So he told me, he was like, okay, I'll teach you. And I was like, okay, how much? He's like, no, 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 I'll teach you for free. I was like, for free? Okay, like I'm not going to say no. Yeah. So he spent like every single day with me after either Asr or sometimes after Maghrib. He just spent every single day with me for like three, four months after I first wow. reverted, like a month in maybe. And he taught me Arabic. And now I could read the Quran like perfectly. Allah. And it's been like nine months. Mashallah. And like he's a great teacher and I'm very thankful for him. And there's been other people from the masjid, other uncles also, like a little bit older. Yeah. Like they've invited me to the houses for iftar, you know, this during Ramadan. And it's just like, man, I don't know you guys. 
and you're like doing everything for me. Like I've gotten gifted like twenty thobes. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like running out of space in my closet. <laughs> it's like yeah. So it's been super welcoming, and that's the thing that like really I respect so much about Islam and Muslims. I told one guy a uh, kifaya. You know what they wear in Saudi? Yeah. They call it ghutra in Saudi, I think. But it's like the kifaya where it's like long uh -huh. or whatever. I remember I told the sheikh, I was like, mashallah, it looks so good. I really like it. He took it off his head. He said, here. I was like, no. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I just mean it looks good. But I don't like want you to give it to me. But he still went out and bought one for me. I was like, oh, man, thank you. But yeah, it's been nothing but love from everyone. Mm -hmm. Like everyone. I've never had anyone say any smart remark to me or, you know, oh, you're a revert. Like, why do you think this? I don't, nothing. Never. Mm -hmm. It's been nothing but love. So mm -hmm. the community's been amazing. You think your parents, uh, if you invited them, would they come to the to the masjid to kind mm -hmm. of sit, to talk, to learn, to connect with the, you know, with the community there? I would hope so. To come to dinner, maybe? <laughs> to maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't know how comfortable they would be with it, you know. But it's it's an idea. It's an idea. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll float that out there and just see, like, hey, yeah, you guys want to... Just see what I'm doing at least, so you know I'm are not. They, you know. Are they seeing the positive change now? Are they seeing? I like, think so. You know, slowly. Well, I don't know your past before, but yeah. usually, like I've had guests who come on, and I remember stories uh, where people would tell me how their parents, their one one uh, Imam Wesley, he's a good brother, mm. Puerto Rican brother. I'll never mm. forget. He shared the story with me. He said that um, when his father found out that he accepted Islam, mm. when he at, he was asked, he, I, yeah. I believe that's the the thing what happened. He asked someone asked his father. How do you feel that your son is something in Islam? He said, I can mm. sleep at night now. <laughs> <laughs> he can, so you can imagine the kind of uh -huh. mischief he was in. Yeah. And Islam got him good, made him good. Yeah. Yeah. So that, luckily that, for me, uh -huh. I actually, I don't know if it's luckily or unluckily, <laughs> but I was like super religious even as a Christian. Yeah. So I never did, I never Mashallah. smoked, never drank, never did any yeah. drugs, never hung out with different girls and did all this, never party, like none of this. Because for me, God has always been first. Mashallah. So there hasn't been like too much of a change in yeah. that aspect. But it's like me going to pray every day, like, you know, praying five times a day, waking up at four in the morning. They're like, man, like, you know, how is he doing it? Like, it, yeah. and all my friends are like, bro, you know what? I don't know how you do it. Because all my friends, they like to, you know, hang out and party and do stuff. And they're like, I don't know how you do it. I'm mm -hmm. like, I just, I don't know, man. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, it was kind of engraved in me. So. I want to just touch upon when you talked about you were being taught Arabic because the, mm -hmm. the Quran is in the original and the mm -hmm. Arabic, the English is the, the translation. Mm -hmm. And it's just like if somebody, for the Serbians out there or Croatian, people who love say they love Jesus, mm -hmm. the language he spoke was Aramaic. Right. So imagine now if you had anything original, which mm -hmm. we don't, right. And you were seeing that, obviously. Yeah. So now, if somebody, let's say we did hypothetically, mm -hmm. you'd be trying to say the prayers in Aramaic, mm -hmm. so you're learning the Aramaic. Doesn't mean now that mm -hmm. you're going to become Aramaic, mm -hmm. right? Because you're trying to speak that. No, you're mm -hmm. just learning the original right. language. You're not. You're, you're still Serbian. Right. You're not going to become Arab. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. right? But you're a Muslim Serb now. Mm -hmm. You're one who has submitted to the will of God, and mm -hmm. your nationality is Serbian, but you're a, a, a Muslim, mm -hmm. one who has submitted his will to the creator that's what a muslim is and i yeah. think if these things are pointed out with education mm -hmm. hopefully um and that's why that was important i think yeah. uh, we, that's in this part of the world i also mm -hmm. think we've uh not did our right part educating yeah. serbs and croatians and yeah, out yeah. there and 
have stuck on most a lot of this nationalism yeah. forgot about yeah. sharing the deen with them and right. we see what happens so many yeah. serbs out there Croatians, when they end up mm. learning the truth they're sincere like yourself yeah shahada time yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. alhamdulillah yeah. so uh tell me uh so you obviously you've learned now step by step right mm -hmm. you're still fresh and everything mm -hmm. have you so you've learned the uh how to pray yeah the yeah. al-fatiha mm -hmm. the opening you've learned yeah. some surahs yeah. you've yeah i'm i'm pretty deep in surahs i'm actually yeah? today inshallah i'm gonna be starting my hips officially so, so hold on you're starting your hivs now today so, actually yeah yeah that's yeah. The, that's for people After uh, yeah. share with the audience now when you say okay. hiv, what does that mean oh, okay yeah so hivs it's basically like a program kind yeah. of where you fully memorize the quran like you fully try to recite it perfectly every uh -huh. letter every vowel everything you try to memorize it perfectly right and so I don't know how many, there's like 10 million or something in the world right now who are mm -hmm. Hafiz, where they memorize the entire Quran. And they know it from the first ayah to the last ayah, right? So I'm starting today, inshallah. I was actually supposed to start like two days before Ramadan, but then I was talking to the guy who's going to be, I'm going to be doing it with the yeah. Sheikh. And he was like, oh, during Ramadan, we're going to take a break and whatever. And it's a masjid that's a little bit farther from me. It's like 20, 30 minute drive. So it's like, okay, I'll just start after Ramadan, then mm -hmm. if you're going to take the break anyway. So, yeah, so yeah inshallah, today I'm going to be starting. Yeah. I was watching something they had on BBC News. You're looking at one of the oldest fragments of the Quran ever discovered. It's written on parchment, most likely made from sheep or goatskin, and it's been dated by experts as being more than 1,300 years old. And that makes it among the earliest known fragments of the Quran anywhere in the world. And it's here in the University of Birmingham. This remarkable document had been resting on the shelves of the university library for decades without anybody realizing just how old it was, until a researcher decided to take a closer look. The pages were radiocarbon dated to no later than the year 645, which means the university has found one of the very earliest known examples. Finding out that we had one of the oldest fragments of the Quran in the, in the whole world was fantastically exciting individually and, and for the university of well, as well. I mean, we were expecting it to be early, but we, we did not, I think in our wildest dreams, expect that it would roughly correlate to the lifespan of the Prophet Muhammad, which makes it uh, an incredibly early Quranic fragment. The manuscript had been stored here in a collection of Middle Eastern documents brought to Birmingham in the 1920s. Academics here say that this discovery goes back to the earliest years of Islam. The person who actually wrote it may well have known the Prophet Muhammad. He would have seen him probably. He would maybe have heard him preach. Um, he may have known him personally and that really is quite a thought to conjure with. Birmingham has one of the country's biggest Muslim communities and they have welcomed having such a treasure in their city. When I saw these pages I was very much moved and there were tears of joy and emotions in my eyes and I am quite sure that even the people from all over the UK would come here to Birmingham to just have a glimpse of these pages People will love this. This is an exceptionally rare and valuable discovery, and the university says it will be put on public display. It has no intention of letting these pages from world history leave Birmingham. 
Sean Coughlin, BBC News. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if you've, have you I've, seen, I've heard of have it. Have you yeah. heard of it? Yeah. So this is one of the miracles that we have. Look, imagine you have it just as it was recited back mm-hmm. then. If someone picks it up, who's it's fluent in Arabic, thing. they'll be reciting yeah. it. And this Birmingham, this copy, now now this has been verified. Mm-hmm. They can go check this up. We have other places in the world, but mm-hmm. this is now something I... I think I, that's the oldest one we have. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if it's the oldest. It might be, but this yeah. is, they're saying... Can you imagine? This yeah. is something that now, during the life of Prophet Muhammad, you have this, and now this is uh, something that you're inspiring now to memorize. Also, Serbian who accepts Islam, submission to the Creator, not the creation, and now you're in a His program, yeah. trying to memorize the verbatim Word of God Almighty, the Quran. Yeah. This is amazing, yeah. and. That's one aspect of the miracle. Look, but the other one is that, like you, like you were saying, it's in the hearts and minds. If you were just to burn every copy of the Quran, mm-hmm. I mean, this is common knowledge. You were to lock them up in the safe, in a vault, mm-hmm. get rid of them. You can bring some of these 10 million that mm-hmm. memorize it today, and in a day, the Quran would be completed. Be, be completed. Same be as back. before. But you yeah. can't say that with other books. Yeah. With other, you cannot, because mm-hmm. you wouldn't know which one is which. Which one is right. the? Ri- there's no original. Right. The different versions. People mm-hmm. don't agree on what's the. You know, uh, connected to Jesus, what's not? It's, it's just like uh, nothing's yeah. authentic. Yeah. The Quran is authentic. Yeah. yeah. That's also what like really drew me towards yeah? Islam. Yeah. It's like the fact that the Quran, first of all, has no scientific errors. Mm-hmm. Like there's many bold statements in there. Many bold. In fact, in the Bible, it says that the moon has its own light. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I believe it's a psalm. It's a psalm of David. It's like psalm, or no, it's Proverbs. Proverbs in the 20th chapter, roughly. And it says that the sun is its own light and the f- moon is also a smaller light. Mm-hmm. In the Quran, it actually says that the sun is its own light and the moon reflects the mm-hmm. sun's light, which scientifically we know is true. Yes. So the Bible got it wrong. And a lot of Christians, they like to claim that Muhammad, peace be upon him, like copied the Bible. This is mm-hmm. a common claim. Yeah. But he didn't copy the errors then, if he did copy it. Like he... I don't even know how to say that. Like, he corrected the mistakes mm-hmm. that are in the Bible. Yeah. If he was to copy it, right? Yeah. So, this idea, it's like, you know, it's a desperate, it's like a straw man. You desperately try to. Straw man, big yeah, yeah. You desperately try to, like, knock the Quran any way you can. And mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's something that really drew me towards Islam. Yeah. Is the preservation of the Quran. You hear that a lot. He copied. It's like mm-hmm. you just said, why didn't he copy the errors? Like, somebody's right. copying from a peer next to him. Mm-hmm. And now he ends up identically. He's going to have, this guy got a C, he's going to get a C, Mm -hmm. right? He takes everything. But no, he's getting everything 100%. There's not, he's taking, if he were to take the truths, he would take the errors too. But there's no errors. No, it's 100%. You have some people, you know, ignorant people who throw some things out there, you know what I mean? But if you go to the experts, you you compare it, you'll be like, there's there's no Mm. way. There's no way that this can come from, he can guess all these things. That's what really fascinated me. And I was talking to uh, one of my guests uh, about this book. This is a book here. Uh I don't know if you read this book. No, I haven't. There you go. As a gift, brief illustrated guide to understand Islam. This is one of the first books I read, actually. Really? And that just, you know, fascinated me. It had the prophecies. It had the signs. Mm-hmm. The, you know, a lot of science. So many things in there. And then the basic mm-hmm. teachings of Islam. Really, really powerful. That just mm-hmm. did it for me. You know, and mm-hmm. then... Uh, I'll definitely I, read it. I, yeah. I was like you. I looked into all the different religions. Mm-hmm. And the Tawheed, the pure monotheism. Yeah. That's what really yeah. set it off. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're only worshiping God. 
That's Amen. it. You're not worshiping Jesus or Muhammad mm. or mm. the creation in any shape or form, but mm. you're devoting all your prayer, your sacrifice, everything for mm. the one God, for the mm. Creator, Allah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so, for the book. I'll you, definitely. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm going to put you on a spot now. So okay. since you're in the hips now, so people can uh, mm. hear this Al Fatiha, this okay. opening prayer. Okay. Can you go ahead and share it uh. and recite it for us? A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Arrahmanirrahim. Maliki yawmiddin. Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'een. Ihdina siratil mustaqeem. Siratil ladhina an'amta alayhim. غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين. Amen. Beautiful. Mashallah. Mashallah. So you were reciting the opening chapter. Mm -hmm. People can go to the deanshow.com. They can get this if they're in the United States, Canada. They can get this sent over to them. And you were reciting the opening. This is the opening mm -hmm. of Fatiha. Mm -hmm. And what you just said, in the name of God, Allah, mm -hmm. the compassionate, the merciful, all praises to Allah, to mm -hmm. God Almighty, Lord of the worlds, the most compassionate, the most merciful, master of the day of judgment. You alone we worship, you alone we seek help. Guide us to the straight path, the path of those who you have blessed, not those who you are displeased with or those who go astray. Mm -hmm. That's the, the meaning. Yeah. That's what we recite 17 yeah. times a day minimum yeah. in, in the prayer. Mm -hmm. And anybody can go ahead and make this prayer to go and seek help. Uh, mm -hmm. Anything else uh, before we conclude? Uh, this is truly an amazing story. This is really, really, inshallah, this is going to be a benefit to so many people, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. many more Serbs, even mm -hmm. Croatians and others who keep mm -hmm. your identity, your nationality, yeah. but seek yeah, the purpose of life. Sure. And if you seek the purpose of life and you do what you did, mm -hmm. ask God to get you out of confusion, mm -hmm. say, guide me. Wherever you are, guide me. You'll be led yeah. to where you're at today. Yeah. So uh, what else can you, for the struggles for people out there, mm -hmm. Uh, what advice would you give them who are in that mm -hmm. uh, situation? They're like, okay, I'm brought up in this way, mm -hmm. but they know they have this trepidation in their heart. They're seeking to know purpose of life, but Islam, mm -hmm. all the negative stereotypes, you know, all the junk that people yeah. throw at it. Well, yeah. What do you have to think mm -hmm. outside the box? Okay. Um, I can't really relate too much to other religions mm -hmm. like Hinduism, Judaism, Buddhism. I can't really relate too much to anyone who practices that. But what I will say for a lot of the Christians, right? I think the most important thing, a Jewish scribe came to Jesus in uh, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. A Jewish scribe came to him, verse 25, he asked him, how do I gain eternal life? Jesus responded, do you know the law of Moses? The man replied, yes. Jesus said, how do you read it? This is the key, how do you read it? Jesus didn't tell the scribe, how do you interpret it? How, what are your opinions on the law of Moses? How do you understand the law? No, he said, how do you read it, right? Clear. You shouldn't throw your own interpretations on it and all this. The scribe then replied, and he like read the law of Moses, you know, hero Israel, our Lord, our God is one, X, Y, you know, all that. And Jesus said, you have answered correctly. How do, so I think that's the most important part. For all the Christians, when you read the Bible, how do you read it? Like, don't listen to what pastors tell you. No, no, no. This is what he means when he says this. This is what Jesus means when he says this. No, no, no. What does it actually say? Right? I think that's the most important part. Because a lot of people, we have our own interpretations, we have our opinions, and we try to force it on. Yeah. So, 
you're born with the Trinitarian belief and then you try to force it on every verse you could find. Mm. You try to just force it in there even if it doesn't fit. But no, how do you read the law of Moses? Where God says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. How do you read that? The Lord is one. One. You could try to force, oh, but this is what it means. It's a trinity. No, no, no. Because Jesus said, how do you read it? He didn't say, how do you interpret it? How do you, what's your opinion on it? No, no, no. So I think the most important thing for all Christians, read the Bible. And how do you read it? Don't force a Trinitarian belief and don't force a Unitarian belief. Just read it and just see what happens. And also, I would recommend just try reading the Quran. Because that's where I started. Like when I first started researching mm -hmm. Islam. I just read the Quran. The first, I, I think I stopped at Al-Imran. I didn't get to An-Nisa yet. So I finished like the first three or four chapters. And then that's when I was like ready to make my decision. Like that's how eye-opening it was. I didn't even have to read the whole thing. I was like, no, I'm ready. So I would say for all the Christians, how do you read the Bible? Don't put your own interpretations on it. Don't, you know, force beliefs and make things fit where it doesn't fit. And just keep an open mind. Just try and read the Quran. If you hate it after you read it, okay. Then there's nothing I can do. But at least try to read it. Mm -hmm. And like ask questions. Be open-minded. Don't be ignorant, right? Don't just, oh, no, no I was born this way. I'm going to die this way. Like, that's, I, you know, I can't really respect that opinion. Where you yeah. just like, so closed-minded, you don't care. Mm -hmm. If you think the Quran is so wrong, then read it. And find an error. And there you go. If you can find one, you'll be the person who defeated Islam. Mm -hmm. uh, people have been trying for 1,400 years. Everyone's failed. Mm -hmm. So if you think you're the guy who could do that, you're the woman who could do that, then try it. So I just recommend all the Christians read the Bible and do as Jesus says when he says, how do you read it? Don't force beliefs on it. And for everyone who has already reverted to Islam, just take it slow. A lot of people try to rush things, right? And people... A lot of uncles, they'll try to like, oh, this is the proper sunnah, this is what you should be doing, whatever, don't do this, do this, pray this way. Do, uh. They'll try to tell you some things, but just take it slow. You've experienced that. Yeah, also. A, a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. Uh, they're coming from good places. Yeah. They want to help. Yes. They're coming from good places. But it's like, man, it's been nine months. Step slow by down. Step, yeah. <laughs> right. Islam was revealed over 23 years. And, you know, everyone didn't just start doing everything in the first month Islam was revealed and you know, the Quran was real, like, it didn't all just happen in a month, right? Mm -hmm. So all the reverse, just take it slow. There's no rush. Just learn the best you can. And, you know, one, the most important thing, go to the masjid. Mm -hmm. Go to the masjid. Because I've noticed when I pray at home, there's like, I don't feel as connected. I'm like, I'm, I'm focused, I'm praying, you know, but I don't feel as connected. And sometimes Shaitan will whisper. He's like, oh, you could pray a little later. You're at home. You got time. It's also you got two more hours. and You could pray mm -hmm. later. And then sometimes you'll like get busy and miss it. But if you go to the masjid when you're supposed to pray, at the same time every day, you won't miss a prayer. And so I recommend just try to go to the, ma go to the masjid as much as possible. And there are brothers and sisters who could help you and give you guidance and stuff along you know those lines where they could help you grow a lot more, you mm -hmm. know. So I would say those are probably the last three things that I would end off on. Yeah. And that's solid advice, man, because mm -hmm. you you can also have some Bosnians mm -hmm. who are born Muslim, but mm -hmm. then they're not praying even. Yeah. And now you're here, Marco, Marco, yeah. right, who accepts Islam, and he's giving advice now. See, this is mm -hmm. the this is the beauty of Islam now, yeah. right? 
uh, now you're coming up and reminding people, praying the masjid, and make your prayers because you have a lot of Muslims, mm -hmm. you know, and they're just, uh, I think they inherited Islam, but they're not practicing prop. you know, they're not even praying. So yeah. this should, hopefully this inspires them to be like, man, if he can do it, <laughs> mm -hmm. look at that. You know, yeah. come from this all, from this background, accepts Islam, comes against his family and everything, you know, and now mm -hmm. he's over here reciting Quran. He's inspiring to be at Hafiz of Quran. Mm -hmm. That's your intention now, to be yeah. a Hafiz of Quran now? Inshallah. 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 May Allah Was make it, it happen. <laughs> all right? Yeah. So yeah. inshallah, uh, probably maybe, uh, I don't know how long, some, uh, let's say in two years we'll check up and have inshallah. you back on. We'll yeah. note it, this will get you more motivation. Inshallah. So we yeah. can, next time mm -hmm. we get you back on, mm -hmm. uh, you'll be Hafiz Quran. You're one who's preserving the Quran we'll see, yeah. by heart and memory, yeah. inshallah. Can so, I share one more thing? Yes, absolutely. Okay. My favorite ayah in the entire Quran, I had to memorize it. Yeah. I was making dua one night. It was before I told my family I reverted to Islam. I was making dua. Dua, tell dua. Oh, so dua. It's like when you ask Allah for something. So you, supplication, you it's supplication, right? Yeah. So you're praying. You're like, Ya Allah, do this for me. I'm scared. I'm doing, you know. And you just name things yeah. that you're afraid of, or maybe you want, or pleasures, or you know, you want a new car. I don't know, whatever. Or you want jannah, like you want heaven, paradise. You know, you pray for different things yeah. and you ask Allah for it. So I was making dua, and I'll never forget this day. I was making dua. It was like one or two in the morning, and I was like deeply distressed. It was like my family, I didn't know how they were going to react. And I was just listing different things I was afraid of. I literally said, Ya Allah, I'm scared of this. What if my family rejects me? What if, you know, I'm not good enough? What if this? I, w I, I literally said, I'm scared of this. 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 I kept naming different things I was afraid of. And I opened up the Quran. And literally, it was like the third verse. It was like the third verse. It was Surah Taha, Ayah 46. قَالَ لَا تَخَافَ إِنَّنِي مَعَكُمَا أَسْمَعُ وَأَرَى Do not be afraid. Your Lord is with you, and I am all hearing and all seeing. And I think that is the most important piece of advice for all the reverts. You might be afraid right now, but remember what Allah says. He is always with you, and He sees everything, and He hears everything. And that's Surah Taha, Ayah 46. My favorite ayah, probably will die that would be my favorite forever Mashallah. because that point where i'm making dua I'm, I'm saying i'm scared of this i'm scared of this i'm scared of this i open up the quran and it's like the second or third ayah and it says do not be afraid i am with you i am all hearing and all seeing and so those are those signs huh so yes. you're, you're over there now praying to allah mm -hmm. help me with this i'm scared yeah. of this you you just happen to yeah. open up like the five minutes later five i like finished dua I, i'm just i just sat for a few minutes just trying to like gather myself like yeah. i was distressed wow. like deeply distressed and i was just like let me just read the quran yeah. like you know and I, I couldn't read arabic at the time i was like struggling i just knew a few letters uh -huh. so i only read it in the english but after i read it in the english i was like i have to memorize this so despite i couldn't really read arabic yet at that point it was like recently after i converted uh i went and like heard someone recite it on youtube and i played it over and over and over and over and over until i could recite it myself mm -hmm. and so that's my favorite item so all the reverts just remember Allah is with you he's all seeing and all hearing so just don't be afraid you'll be alright inshallah inshallah hey yeah. Marco thank you very much yeah. for sharing that this is really thank truly you. inspirational inshallah this can be a more a motivation uh, not just for the, the Muslims for the Serbs for Croatians any human being out there mm -hmm. who wants to know their purpose yeah. they can inshallah they can go to uh, listen to your story to get motivated and go to the mm -hmm. deanshow.com right now you can get this free on us. Gift from me to you. 
And if you have some questions, 1-800-662-4752. Call right now. Don't be shy. And uh, inshallah, you can start a, a new journey in life and get all those answers to the questions of why you've been created, why you're here, where you're going when you die. Everything is lucidly clear. And inshallah, we can um, have you back when you uh, hopefully you memorize uh, hopefully. the Quran. Inshallah. inshallah, you'll do it. Inshallah, that's one of the miracles of the Quran. And you're... Uh, a Serbian who's mm. now Muslim who's inspiring mm. to be a Hafiz of the Quran thank you very much may Allah thank reward you, you continue to bless you thank you very much for having me on yeah. thank you Jazakallah okay. Jazakallah. Allah. and thank you guys Jazakallah. we'll see you next time until then peace be with you Assalamu alaikum Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh my dear brothers and sisters in Islam listen if you want an opportunity to support Dawah to get the Sadaqatun Jariyah this is the project for you to do that I'm saying to you very clearly you know, whether it's a dollar or whether it's a million dollars, this is the project that you need to support so we can have a template, you know, for dawah and a community. And we need to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to duplicate this here 10 times all over America. This is Sheikh Khalid Yassin speaking to you from the Dean Dawah Center in Tampa, Florida. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.